0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 41 of Beers in the Lot. This week, we talked about the poorly oiled machine out in Edmonton, Austin Serenity Now Matthews, and our belief that goalies should always tend the goal. Don't forget, we're on all the social media platforms at Beers in the Lot. You can join us for conversation, chirps, trolling over at slash discord. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out any more information about us, head over to beersinthelot.com. All right, let's open beers. All
1: right,
2: here we go. <laughs>
0: Lots of bottles. Bottle day today.
1: I see yins. All got your glasses. I guess I don't. I don't have like a cool glass. But
0: yes, you or- do. You have a branded glass, beers in the lot glass. I know. I don't have I don't a have cool it. glass. I don't Ooh. have it here.
2: <laughs>
0: Not my on studio. team glass tonight. Yeah.
3: I don't
1: have it on my studio. Oh. Would you
3: like leave it in your car? <laughs> nice. Hey,
0: by the way, nice pour. You know what? Hold that. Pour. Hold that up again. <laughs> Get a screenshot of that pour. Those. <laughs> Oh my lord! John's pour. I was trying. Yeah. I was trying to. Harass Let me see that pour. It at, hold look- it up. Oh, hold this is Carson
1: Aaron's. So hold I would just like to say this: I was harassing you guys, <laughs> making fun of me about the glass, not even looking into what I was pouring into. And this is my pour.
0: He's us. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Somebody screenshot. How do you how do you do screenshots in this? I got part? you. I got oh, you. <laughs> this is so shame.
2: Would
3: you like some beer with that phone?
2: Oh God. What on earth is in that cup? Yeah. What what, what is, is, in is in two the, one third of this that is, cup? This is Snake Dog Head <laughs> with
1: Snake Dog beer from Flying Dog Our Friends.
0: <laughs> wow.
4: I it think it could
1: also probably, you know, uh work later as like a you know pen holder or something if it maintains this current consistency. <laughs> <laughs> use my desk. Terrible. Oh, my gosh.
0: Terrible boy. I need
1: to look when I do
0: things. Eric, what do you have? I have uh bells bells you know out in michigan uh Mm -hmm. incessant double new england style ipa so a double nepa it's pretty good bells makes really good stuff so yeah it's awesome so let's kick it over to danny because he usually has interesting beers
3: so uh, like john i went with the uh, snake theme I'm drinking a laser snake by Three Floyds. Oh yeah, Three <laughs> Floyds. This is good. Yes, yeah, man.
2: I like that canard too.
3: I'm enjoying this.
0: Yeah, it's like some <laughs> sort of retro lasers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a like a old school like Nintendo video game. Monster. Yeah, yeah. Or like That's an what 80s, it looks like. Yeah. 80s
1: synth wave kind of oh, thing. Now you're speaking. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking here. Now we're talking.
3: That, that would be a sick shirt. I bet you they have a shirt with that. No
0: doubt. That's awesome. That, that's a brewery like I want to go to sometime. They're out in Indiana. I want to go. Oh, that
3: would be there, awesome.
0: Uh, Check <laughs> them out. Yeah.
3: What are you drinking, Aaron?
2: I have another Nuglaris Brewing Company. This one's called Dancing Man. It's a wheat, <laughs> and I think it's my favorite actually, out of the Neglaris ones that I've tried. It's uh, tasty. Nice.
3: Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, because Riggs had a game tonight, should we uh, like interview him like uh, <laughs> like they have been uh, after the games?
2: So, what do you think was the key
3: to the
4: game
2: tonight?
0: <laughs> well, you know, we, uh, we pressured the puck really well. Uh, we didn't give him a lot of time and space. Um, we got pucks in deep, got behind their D, got pucks also, in front of the net. And importantly,
2: uh, what, was, what was the result? of your game
0: <laughs> who 11, won 11 11 3 attaboy
2: oh nice oh. <laughs>
0: Eleven, three. ouch yeah. so we definitely, we definitely got pucks deep <laughs> <laughs> very deep <laughs> i i had a breakaway and like i'm one of the slowest guys on the team i got a breakaway and uh i didn't know what to do because there was no one like no <laughs> Like, usually guys catch up to me because I'm, like, in that league, I'm not that fast, right? So, usually guys catch up to me. So, I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I go high? And then I saw, like, his five hole, and I was like, I can make that. And I went to shoot, and I hit his stick, Mm. and... uh. John's making a face because he's just drinking straight snake dog. I had to, I had to get it. I just had to get it. (laughs) You distracted me. Anyway, much like I was distracted in the game. I tried to shoot five (laughs) hole and I hit the goalie right in the stick and then he fell over. (laughs) (laughs) And it's still one in. No, I I did. I had, I had one on a rebound and then, uh, I had the eleventh goal in an eleven three game. Who cares? Anyways. <laughs> the important goal of the game. Yeah. <laughs> who who cares? <laughs> can we can we talk about how Austin Matthews, big poppy, has uh has uh adopted Frank Costanza's Serenity Now approach to the playoffs. (laughs) Every scrum, he's
2: got a huge smile on his face. Big shit eating grin. Serenity now. Serenity now.
1: Yeah. Austin Austin Matthews is not even. It's kind of interesting too, like about that, because like Ben Sherat, Weber, they all are trying to get under his skin or get him off his rocker, and he just has this massive smile on his face. He clearly is not he's not giving them any ounce of justification to keep doing it. It's almost, it it actually hurts the the Habs more by them still trying to get under his skin because it's not working. He just mentally, he's not there. He's more fixated on putting pucks in the net, doing the right things to win the games. He doesn't even care about the
3: scrums,
2: which is a good way to approach it because it's working, working really
3: well. The, The first one, that that we saw, it looked like he was like a kid on a carnival ride. Yeah. It was just going a little too fast for him, but he <laughs> still had like the huge <laughs> smile on his face Yeah, and he was just getting shit whipped around. Yeah, that's oh what my Weber gosh. was like. He was, was like so ragdolling
1: funny. him from the back. Yeah. And Matt, it almost looked like one of those kids like in the harnesses, you know, yes. <laughs> because they're too crazy yes. and the parents just keep pulling like mini <laughs> <laughs> me. Remember? Man. Like, copy a Marlin knee and he pulls him. You know, like, that's essentially what it was. But Matthews is just laughing, and then the one, uh. kind of the one uh, that Rigsby touched on with the Serenity now, he was looking up at the ref at one point, just saying, like, I'm not doing shit. He's just, like, there. Yeah, he he's was, just, like,
0: Ugh. he was like getting pulled down by, uh, what's-his-face? Like, Weber was on the ice, but he was, like, I with, think it was Sherrod, maybe. He was with Marner, so, like, Sherrod's, like, Chirot had was, like, falling down, and he's pulling Matthews, but it was, like, it was real speed, but it, the fall was like slow motion. <laughs> like he's just, oh, uh, I'm going down now. And he has like no expression on his face. And then the ref comes over. I don't know which ref it was. He comes over and he looks down at him and Matthews is like, what? I, I'm not doing shit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just lying here. Like everybody else is going crazy. I'm just lying here. Serenity now, serenity now. <laughs> It's just, <laughs> I love it.
2: <laughs> it then, totally reminded me of the Barnaby and Doig fight from yeah. 2003 uh, Boy, or whenever it was. Yeah.
0: Barnaby's just laughing at a little, little bit different though, because it's a little
2: different, but it, it's still the, yeah. the big, you know, the smile on his face big and everything. Smile. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think too, if you're, if you're the Leafs, you're probably pretty happy because big Willie showed up to play in the playoffs. Yes, I mean he has he has been a stud each and every single game, four straight, four straight. He's doing awesome. Alex Galchenyuk has looked like a totally different player than what we have seen him in yeah. the last couple of years. So, whatever work the Leafs have done, whether I I know there was some skills coaching because I've seen some stuff online, like kind of a, about his skating position, certain things like that. So he's better. Kerfoot's playing awesome. That JT's out, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, Geltchinjak looked really great getting that empty netter right now.
1: Well, no, but I'm talking about everything <laughs> else. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, about I'm not. I don't. I don't count those as points. So I'm talking about everything else.
2: The NHL does.
1: Yeah, I'd like to work on that at some point, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, sir, I'd like to amend your record books. <laughs> Show up as like an auditor. From the anti-empty Netter League Association, show me
0: all the empty netters, I know you're gonna you're gonna do that with Mario,
1: yeah, I'll do it with anyone okay. that means An he didn't net.
2: score five goals five ways, well, yeah, cause no. you
1: can only do it four ways <laughs> 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 so. so so, I guess we'll stick with the North Annie if Winnipeg Jets sweep Connor McDavid in the oil, oh man. Did did that bust your bracket?
3: I think it did. I was sleeping on the Jets.
0: You were
4: sleeping?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. The only thing I was upset about that series is I picked the Jets in seven. I did the same thing. I'm upset this <laughs> <laughs> I was so devastated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the Oilers are going to win the other night? No tea. I was like, oh, it's a series again. My yeah, I was like, here we stole. go. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Huh. And, and no. Not. no it really it was so glaring the issues for edmonton in this series though and it was the same stuff that everyone said at the beginning of the season early in the season when they they had hiccups
0: that they're they're only two players they're only two
1: players their defense isn't that deep their goaltender's an issue mike
0: smith was washed five years ago yeah (laughs) i mean come on
1: well and the other thing too so if you're I think UFA free agents. I know Freddie's on the market, and I think, like, Darcy Kemper that come to mind immediately. Like, Anderson, sure. But if Anderson sticks where he is now or somebody else comes in, what are you going to do? You going back to that well again? For Edmonton?
0: I think, like I, I think that the market for goalies is pretty thin right now. If you look yeah. at, if That's you look different at how from
2: how it was like a few right? years ago, even
0: if, yeah. you, if you look at how things are going right now, uh, especially in the playoffs, like how many goalies have been responsible for outright losses? <laughs> I, I can think, think of one. I can <laughs> think of three like, games between yeah, can, two can,
4: teams. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you know it, it's so. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's edmonton is in a tough spot they've i mean we were look we were talking today and we were looking at the the draft picks that they had over the years the number ones and john's gonna go uh pull that up real quick (laughs) so i just paper paper notebook i just
4: kind
1: of i just kind of did like a, a quick list of players that jettisoned from the oil in the last couple of years and it was in no way like I'm not saying anything bad about those players when they left, but if you kind of just take it after they left, maybe it was different coaching, coaching staff, deployment, et cetera. And then I'll get into kind of their drafting very quickly. And I'm going to hit it not super crazy because we don't want to beat a super dead horse. So these are players that came to mind this year. Schultz, Eberly, Gagne, who's in Detroit, who did decent, I think, on a very young so-so Detroit team. Dubnik. Oh, and Jeff Petrie like Montreal's best defenseman this year. Yeah. They all left. Yeah. And Dubnik actually since he left Edmonton has been a very solid goalie. I think he's in a backup role now, but or, but I, the funny thing is we were like kind of joking about the Stanley Cup appearance in 2006 and how they drafted since then. So this is when they've gotten a goalie, which is their biggest glaring issue. In 2004 they got Dubnik in the first round, 14th overall. That was their highest goalie pick that they've used since 2004. So in 2005, 6, 7, and 8, no goalie. Then they used a fifth-round pick in 2009, a fifth-round pick in '10, 2011, they used a third and a seventh. None of those goalies saw NHL time. 2012, 13, no goalie. 14, they went fourth and seventh on a goalie. Those gentlemen have not seen NHL time. 2015, a seventh overall pick, or a seventh round pick. 2016, they used a fifth round pick. Uh, 2017, second round pick, the kid is in the system, I believe. In 2018, the kid is in the system as well. 2019, a third round pick. And in 2020, this past year, none. So when goaltending has been one of your most glaring issues, I find it hard to believe there was not a goalie in any of those drafts. They couldn't pick higher on the board. or Address it. That's or me that they
4: couldn't develop hilarious. one of the like they that
2: sounds exactly. like a lot of drafts. Like sounds like they drafted a lot of goalies. Yeah, Where are they? All,
1: considering all, I mean, I, they just were AHL players and then didn't make it and/or left. So hmm. there, there's a lot of issues. And too Ken Holland makes like five million bucks as a general manager, so he's the guy they're really going to go. Hey, you got to fix this problem we have now. Because Connor McDavid is super polite. He's like, we gotta fix this. It's our problem. We need to hit another gear. But I'm not saying he has any Jack Eichel in him. I hope he doesn't. But at some point
2: When does he get fed up? When does he say, get fed
1: up? Because it's Trade me right other, fucking now. And the other thing too, I hate saying this. I you know, they were really super safe the last couple of years at the deadlines and in the offseason. They were very safe with their selections. Like you kind of look at Jim Rutherford, I mean Say whatever you want about him, kind of burning the, you know, the farm down. But if he felt his team was close or needed something, he was he was not afraid to shake stuff up. They went with a super vanilla easy pick in Dave Tippett, you know. And I, I like Tippett; he's a good NHL coach. But like, has he really done anything for that team? Like, has he has he really been able to get anything else out of him? I don't think so. It doesn't it doesn't do anything. And I, I don't like seeing, I mean, I'm sure we're all sick of it too. Like, I'm sick of seeing like these Steve Yeiserman or like, you know, early Detroit Red Wings kind of comparisons. Like, those were stacked freaking teams. Like, it didn't matter what some of those players did. Like, they're like, oh, well, Stevie Y kind of revolutionized his game. No, he didn't. He had Fedorov and Larry off and the Hull. And, you know, I mean, geez, I'm forgetting a quarter million players they had that were good in those eras. Like, you know, like Dan yeah, players. I know
0: they literally had, 000 That's 000 what I'm players. saying. Like you yes. could,
1: I know you could. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm exaggerating, obviously. Like, I, I, you yeah. can go down the list and just pick all the players on that team. there were great NHL players at that time, or very serviceable. Yeah. Outside yeah. of like Dreisidel, McDavid, Darnell Nurse, Ethan Bear. Okay, he's doing. He's better. He's a young defenseman. Whatever. RnH. RnH and Yamamoto. And Yamamoto, he played on the fourth line last night.
0: <laughs> N- Nugent Hopkins had a little bit of a resurgence this year. He he had been sort of quote unquote underperforming for the last couple seasons. If you mm-hmm. you know follow yeah. any of the Canadian media or whatever, yeah. so like who knows, man? Like that that organization over the years, they've just been so disappointing on so many levels. Right, I don't even know. Like, there's and no had words.
2: Exciting players too. Like, that, that's everybody was so excited for Neil Yakupov and oh, excited, yeah. like, excited, for Connor McDavid, of course. And to see them underperform is so disappointing. Taylor Hall, Taylor, Taylor Hall. Yeah, I'm leaving yeah. them out. I, there's like, some, there's another t- another two hundred and forty nine thousand five hundred and eighty players that I'm leaving yeah. out. You know,
1: yeah.
2: So
0: <laughs> disappointing.
1: Well, and but two, I. I almost got her.
2: I no, I was gonna say that like if you look at an organization like the Avalanche, where they've gotten, you know, a couple of exciting players in McKinnon and Landiscog and et cetera, they're they're performing.
0: They're they're doing something. Well, look at look at their look at their their like shit. Look at all four like their their top twelve forwards. Like right. you could take you could take those lines you could take their bottom six and probably fill out uh second lines on most most of playoff the NHL teams. clubs yeah exactly yeah, absolutely and so i mean they've they've got i think they have john don't they have they have like uh uh Nichushkin on third line or something right yeah
1: he's playing third and then i think he's playing like second pp here and there
0: yeah like so I-
2: that's, he's <laughs> a second or a top line player on a lot of orders. He was, in this, he was
0: in a he was a top six guy in Dallas when he was there, wasn't he? Uh,
2: consistently,
0: not right. not a little bit consistently. So so it's like if you build your team with four lines of depth up front, and then they they obviously got lucky through um, through. Where they fell uh, for draft picks, and then how they traded for draft picks, and they got Kale McCarr right, and and then they have Gerard, and they have all the other fantastic characters back there. Like that team is just so deep; it doesn't matter. Like the other night, uh, uh, not the not the fourth game, but the third game against. Yeah, St. Mac Louis, didn't even get a point. The, the top six did nothing didn't need to yeah. the bottom six won the game, and it wasn't even close, yep. so like
2: and it's because you can't you can't cover everybody no, like if you you're can't. no if you're that deep, then it doesn't matter who has a bad night because so long as you know one of your lines has a good night, then they're gonna score enough goals
0: uh that <laughs> team i i like, said i said it last week it is a runaway train man.
2: What you doing, John? <laughs> I was sorry. I went to the NHL.com at that point, and I had the last highlight I was watching. Sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> but so it's kind of funny, Eric. You you kind of touched on it a little bit with Colorado. Think about who's at the top of that organization. Okay,
0: my it's my boy, the boy Joe, Joe Sack. <laughs> and. One of my favorite players watching growing up. Yeah, exactly.
1: He's fantastic. But he has yet to panic. He's yet to do anything like emotional. He takes his emotion completely out of it and just thinks completely about the team. And a few years ago when Wah, like it was it like 72 hours before the start of the season. He's like, I'm not coaching. Like he's yeah. <laughs> he up and left.
4: That, that was,
1: a, I'm serious. That was like a key point a for the organization. Yeah, and yeah. He took a month to figure out the coach because, in his head, he's like, I need to make sure we're not only going in the right direction, but I select the right coach. Yes. He put Jared Bednar in. That guy is cool all the time and calm. He just looks very reserved and it wipes off on his players. Another thing, too, like you kind of mentioned with Gerard, they fill needs constantly. They're always looking at like plug and play. And it's also not, you know, I I like with the team too, like they, you know, if McKinnon's not going, someone else is going to try and figure figure that out. They're going to plug it in. And if you look at the way Edmonton has been ran, and I'm not, we're not NHL insiders or anything, but they have been ran by ex-NHL players. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because there's a lot of those guys around the league, but maybe those ex-NHL players who were in the organization, weren't the best fits and they ran it like a country club.
4: Right. And I think yeah. that
1: was a severe detriment to them. Yeah. I mean, Mac T was a good coach, but they had Kevin Lowe at the top for a long time. And I don't really know what he did. I mean, it, it wasn't like he set him up for success and I'm not saying he burned he, he the organization was, to the ground. He but, was
0: there, but he was there because he won all the cups there.
1: Correct. Exactly. There was That's no why substance he was there. there.
0: Yeah. That's why, I mean, Look, okay. The great one, Wayne Gretzky. He had a VP role in the organization because he was Wayne Gretzky and he was with the Oilers and all the stuff and the cups and everything, right? So they they were doing a lot of that kind of stuff. And clubs like Colorado, they respect the history, right? But all the decisions that they make are for the benefit of the franchise and for the team. And how do we win a Stanley cup? Because ultimately that's what is going to be best for the business. And so they recognize that and they go after that. I don't think Edmonton is there yet. And it's kind of surprising because you would think Holland would understand that from the time of Detroit, but.
4: Yeah, and that's and it's so awkward because you don't want to say,
1: like, the game passed you by Kenny Holland. I don't think this is the project for you, but I don't see how he pulls anything off. I mean, you get a little help this year because maybe you could trade some stuff away so Seattle can take a garbage contract or two. But outside of that, like, how are you going to retool the rest? Like, I don't see a lot of owners spending a ton of cash due to the, you know, the COVID situation and this is going to be a big year for a lot of teams upcoming because of the fact they have to figure out the money they're slotted with now, hopefully fans in the building again. So you can get a lot of revenue upcoming. Yeah, but, but it's
0: a it, cap's not going up, right? Cap's not so. going
1: up. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta figure out where you're going to find some money here. Yeah. So it, it it kills me because Connor McDavid's going to be what, 25 next year? So yeah. you're hitting those peak years. It's like,
0: yeah. I don't you're, want him to be
1: like Jumbo Joe. They, you're they're, chasing wasting, a cup.
0: they're wasting him. They're wasting him.
1: Yeah. It's like a succubus. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, okay. All right. No, okay. okay. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> now, I also think that Connor. McDavid has a little bit of a problem too, in that he is so good. Like individual talent wise, he is the best hockey player on the planet. I don't care what anybody says. Far none. Like from an individual, just technical skill standpoint. I
3: don't think any would anybody would disagree
0: with that. He's the best hockey player on the planet. However, and I brought this up earlier uh in discord with you guys can he adjust how he plays to make other players around him better right so he reminds me a lot of like the really good player that's on your beer league team that can carry the puck up and down the ice on their own right and they'll probably get their points and their goals uh but they're not going to help the team be successful because they're on their own, right? And they just kind of do stuff on their own and and whatever. They don't play within the team and they don't make other players around them better and they don't adjust to do that. Like maybe Sidney Crosby had to do early on in his career, right? Maybe, you know, the story is that when he came into the league, he was so good, but he didn't know how to play with other players yet. And then he matured. And that's when Pittsburgh finally saw some success. Right. And, you know, maybe Connor's just not there yet. Who knows? Maybe he can't get there. I, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like he's that player that is so good that he could do all that stuff on his own. And that's great. But then, when you get to playoffs and it's that tight checking situation, he becomes virtually invisible. What did he? He had like a goal in that series. Yeah. So, four
1: points. But think about it. He was shut. Him and Dryslider were shut out for two shut games. Shut down.
0: They were Completely. shut down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, four points in two games. You're like, wow, that's great. But like,
0: so I, I think they do it off one player. You can't, as, yeah. as, as much as like the organization has to get help. For those guys, which they do, like the roster is I mean, it's those two and nobody else. Yeah. But maybe he has to adjust how he plays to kind of help other people that are around him play better.
1: Well, the one I thing agree. too, Tippet, yeah, Tippet did this year. He ran with the two horses on the same line. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just gotta
0: You gotta find people that peel can the band aid, right? Yeah, yeah, peel
1: the band and go. McDavid and Drysdale you're going 1 and
4: 2. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah.
0: I don't know. They stink.
4: They do stink. <laughs> it sucks.
1: Pittsburgh sucks too, so are the caps.
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh
3: sucks less.
2: Nah, today, we'll see. We'll see.
4: We'll S- see.
3: Still sucky
2: nonetheless. It's okay. 3 to 2. Better than 4 to 1. But <laughs> <laughs> Not by much, by one game.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: just bad. I mean, we've said it kind of all year in a like, kind of a funny way, like, "Oh, this is their swan song." Maybe their swan song came a few years ago. We were just too blind to see it. Like, maybe (laughs) this is this is what you get. Who? Caps and pens. This is it. Oh, it's
0: over. The window. Yeah, windows closed. The window. You know what? Maybe the window was actually closed in 2016 for both teams. Maybe, maybe Pittsburgh wasn't supposed to win in 2017 and Washington wasn't supposed to win in 2018. And are just these figments. And they, and they got, no, they got there because they got bounces, right? Like, Oh, absolutely. When I, when I think back to Washington cup, like they were down 2-0 going to Columbus in that first round. And they won the third game because a puck went off of Lars Eller's ass and went in the net, right, in overtime. So then they were it was 2-1, and off they go, right? Like, they, you get all those bounces and those things happen, and you win, right? And maybe <clears throat> Pittsburgh didn't have the lineup in 2017 that was supposed to win, which a lot of people say, right, even looking back now. So maybe that window was actually closed in 2016 for both teams, yeah. because what what if both of them done sense, like nothing. Yeah,
2: I'll make the argument though that the bounces, is you 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 know the cliche you make your own luck or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, I but get it. Yeah,
2: and a seven game series, the bounce count. I don't know, <laughs> that's not a stat, but if they kept track of what is a a. You know a home team bounce or whatever, then I bet it's probably pretty even. Uh, so the last it's just game, the nature of the bounce. So the last
3: game, Jari passing to Islanders.
1: You're saying that's a bad,
3: bad bounce. That's a bad bounce.
1: That's a bad bounce.
2: No, I'm not saying that. I'm not on what I'm saying. Jari's not good. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna make this i'm gonna make this point because i've said it like he multiple bet. times multiple so times so all not. you guys all you guys have seen me yell at goalies when i play d and i'm going down to get a puck and the goalie comes out to touch the puck leave it, going, it leave, leave it, it leave, leave it. it i yell yeah, all the time it, yeah. i don't even want them get to back leave. in the net yeah go yeah you've all heard <laughs> me
2: just yell the goal yeah <laughs> Tend the goal. Tend the goal.
4: (laughs) What's that job? job? (sighs) Tend the goal.
1: Don't (laughs) touch the puck unless somebody from the other team shoots it at you. That's the only time I want you to touch.
2: Your it. name That's- doesn't start. Your last name doesn't start with bro and end in dur. dur. I don't want you touching <laughs> the puck. Yeah. Oh <laughs> don't touch the puck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Reach back bad- and stop it when it's going on a hard round. That's it. Get back in oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> the bad part about the Jari
3: goal was that there was a guy to to the to the right of him and there was a guy to the left of him. He could have done either one stuck of them.
0: In the middle with you, yeah. he's yeah, exactly. like <laughs> yeah. You, you know where I'm
2: going? Right down the middle. <laughs> there was two square feet of ice where he should not have put oh. the puck. Oh, two shit. square feet <laughs> in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't watch. I didn't, went.
0: I didn't watch. I was rings so, I so you're frank. saying while Samson it was a nice and, tape uh, to tape pass, and
1: Jari yeah. are running <laughs> behind the net. Mister White is dancing with his razor blade. Like while that song is going on, yeah, stuck in the middle <laughs> with you, just dancing with the razor blade like that. You know, pulp Fiction for all you kids mm-hmm. out there. <laughs>
2: Great, <laughs> such a <movie>. good film. <laughs> Great, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but that kind of brings up yeah. another another question, though. What what goalie in the playoffs right now is there's like two that you can think of that are like that goalie is going to carry this team to the final.
4: That's the that's rest. Key.
2: Vasilevsky and mm-hmm. probably, probably Grubauer, but
0: yeah, but Grubauer doesn't have, he to he's work, got right? D in front of him too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't and have to work. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like
2: these, there's not like just these stellar gold, t- maybe flurry, maybe flurry, flurry is playing if, pretty if, well.
0: Right. If Vegas is going to get past Colorado.
2: Yes. they are going to have ha- to stand on Flurry's shoulders.
0: Yeah. Flurry yes. has to do it. And I, And that, maybe that series,
1: especially if it does happen, (laughs) that is such a coin flip because the teams are very even. And yeah, offensively, I still give the edge to Colorado. Defensively, I may give it to Vegas just on. They have a few more guys that are a little older, still in their, you know, good years. But then in goaltending, it's still a coin flip because.
0: Uh, Yeah, but I I would, I would give. I would give the edge to Mark Andre Fleury being able to like dig deep and find that thing that, that he has. Yeah. That, yeah, he has that thing like that that it factor that yeah. he can win series. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, all it's like while. it's like a warm blanket having him in the back. Like you know that if if they if the other team gets a breakaway on him, he's got a really good chance that he's going to stop him. Like unlike other goalies, you're afraid
0: when they when the puck comes the other direction. He's not technically that good, right? He's just so but, athletic though. But he just he battles and he finds a way to stop mm-hmm. pucks in yeah. the most pressure packed situation. And He's like goody. <laughs> that's <Sir> good he says <laughs> good was
2: saying that he relied on his athleticism to make saves he shouldn't even though he was... <laughs> he said when so he what was about the ones he said that he when he in was in
0: from center ice he, 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 <laughs> well he, and he's not even on right now but he said, he said when he was younger he said when he was younger he did that now that he's older, he can't get away with that. So he has to be more. He has to be more technical, right? So, but right, <laughs> he's, not, he's not even on. Like you're talking, John's talking <laughs> shit. Nothing new.
1: Nothing new. But like that's kind of the thing. Like that's the only. Like we we've kind of said it. Like this is the battle essentially for the Stanley Cup, Vegas and. Colorado, that's the matchup yeah. we all want to see. I, I just yeah. don't – anyone out of the Central that comes out, I'm, whoever comes out, I'm sure it's a good team, but I don't, I don't see them having a fighting chance against either of those two teams. No. It's not happening.
2: Colorado's they, a runaway train. They are, Anybody man. who faces them is the underdog.
1: Actually, they did say that. They already released kind of early next round. I think Vegas was like minus or Colorado actually Yeah, Colorado was heavy favorite. I don't remember the line on that they released on it, but Colorado was heavy heavy favorite in that. All right. Not
2: a surprise.
0: Yeah, it doesn't shock me at all.
2: They're so good. So good.
0: <laughs> and fun. Fun. Yes. That's, they're good. Like, to, yeah. They're fun to watch. Exactly. They're not like they're not they're not uh they're not just going islanders like they're not right Ugh. they're not going to be boring hockey and just try and clog Let's up, clog up, the, up new, the middle clog oh. talk yeah. yeah. about trap yeah, like all this kind of bullshit blankets. yeah no man they are just going to jam the puck down your throat we're going to score on you we're going to shoot a ton we're going to hit not, you you are not going to have fights Yeah, Yeah. like exactly. Like they are just. You're going to get fed some fists. (laughs) (laughs) Runaway train. Yeah. I love it. They should win just because they're so entertaining.
4: Yeah. It's good for hockey if they're winning. And plus, that's a like,
1: I mean, we always say this, it's somewhat cliche. Like the league is better when. I, and I guess we're kind of biased because we grew up when Colorado was kind of <laughs> playing really well. We're like, the league is oh, better when they're playing well. Yeah. But yeah, it is. Like, I'm sorry. You don't want I, a team I, like that.
0: When they when they were winning uh, in 96 and... Yeah, it was the first year. 98, After the Nordiques move. 98? 90, ni- 96 was the first one, right? Yeah, yes. that's what it was because I was like 11th grade. So in high school, I took, uh, we actually had Russian in high school. So I took Russian four years. I don't remember hardly any of it. I can read a little bit of it still, but I can't, <laughs> can't speak it or anything. Well, yeah, holy shit. And so, <laughs> Ovi versus Samsonov. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so but um, uh, the the lady that taught the class was actually from Russia and uh I grew up in Gaithersburg and there was like a large Russian population down there. Um back then. I don't know what it it's like now, but um there was she had like a uh a, a kid that was from Russia, our age, that would help out in the class. And this is when Detroit, Russian five, right? They're you know, they're right. battling against yeah. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh and so he was big Red Wings guy and just you know to troll basically i was like oh yeah uh abs are the best you know whatever (laughs) i actually uh i saved up like i was like babysitting kids in the neighborhood or whatever and i saved up money and uh or got birthday money or whatever it was and i went to like the local uh you know sports department store in the mall and got an AVS Jersey and I Mm -hmm. wore it to school and like all this stuff. I got into (laughs) the Russian, I got into the Russian honor society in 11th grade. So it's 96 it's spring. So it's like playoffs. And, uh, when I, Got to walk across the stage to get like my pin and my uh, certificate. I wore the Avs jersey, and that kid was like booing and hissing and stuff. And, like, that's <laughs> your... It was great, man. Like... See if you, got a, if you got a Valerie. If you got a Valerie
1: Kaminsky jersey, probably would have liked you. Well, I mean, you know, he was
0: definitely he was all over you know Larry Onof, Konstantinoff, like all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Fedorov, all those guys back in the day. Yeah, like, that mid-90s run of Colorado and Detroit, like, that was that formative. Was, that, was that was formative for me. Hockey. Like, that, that definitely influenced me as I, like, got older and kept playing and everything.
2: I have a burned-in image of Claude Lemieux fighting, I don't even remember who it was. But in, well, like, in Maltby, yes. In yeah, fights bundled, just over and over because they yeah, bundled they Draper hit each other. Boards yeah, so he right,
0: he made Draper <laughs> eat the boards in front of the bench, and then the next season—that's yeah, how long it took. Season. The next yeah, season, uh, Mulpe jumped him, and look—you Le, know, Lemieux friggin' turtles, and then all hell broke loose. Yeah, that was the was Osgood
1: waffle. fight. Was,
0: awesome yeah yeah and i
1: remember i remember that <laughs> game because i didn't watch it i was at a sleepover and i remember like that game was on saturday night my dad yeah. picked me up the next morning he was like I was like hey you won the game he's like oh and i literally don't even remember uh Juan All osgood was- fought and i was like <laughs> i was like the goalies <laughs> fought like oh my god and i couldn't see the highlight until like the next game two days later because you know isn't like now it was 1990 I whatever off. yeah
2: 97 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. right so like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite joke about the internet I just thought of something that I want to learn more about well that's a damn shame that's life in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> <Before>. <laughs> yeah. it's like well, yeah. sorry yeah. You're just not gonna know until yeah. you see it on TV <laughs> randomly again also you gotta
1: remember too Aaron it's like Man, I'm sitting on the toilet for 10 minutes. Oh, I'll just watch TikTok for an hour and a half.
4: (laughs) It's it's a double-edged
1: sword. It is true, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, thanks for listening. That'll do it for this week. Don't forget, if you liked what you heard, tell your friends, your family, your teammates about Beers in the Lot podcast, and we'll catch you next week. See ya.